Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Coffee and Company, fueled by Thornton's on Sports Talk 790. Now here's Nick Coffee. That's right, Coffee and Company rolling along on a Thursday afternoon. We are fueled by Thornton's. Thank you guys so much for uh, for keeping Thornton's in mind. I love it whenever people go to Thornton's and share it with me because, you know, it just it makes me happy for you that you are experiencing all the great things that come with an experience at Thornton's. And I love that you share it with me. And right now, they've uh, again, they've got uh, some new items on the menu that I think you should check out the uh, Excite Your Bite spicy chicken sandwich with a buttery brioche bun, all white meat, spicy breaded chicken, and some crunchy dill pickles. So uh, they rarely miss when it comes to food. And uh, I imagine this is going to be a big hit. All right, right now, if you join the Thornton's Text Club, uh, it's very easy to do. You can earn a one-time 25-cent saving Per gallon when you get gas as a refreshing rewards member. So what you need to do is text rewards to eight zero three one three. Again, text the word rewards to eight zero three one three, and you'll save twenty five cents per gallon. What's the average gap gas price right now in Kentucky? Let me look it up. Average gas price in Louisville, Kentucky, right now is this is just Louisville, not the state of Kentucky, is. $3.61. So imagine you're getting that 25, you know, you're getting that, what would that be? $3.40 something cents, right? Like that's, that's, that's savings, right? That's, a, that's, people love saving money. I have not ventured out into the state, but I, I oftentimes see people I'm friends with on Facebook will share a picture of a gas price like an hour and a half, two hours away. And it's it's crazy how much more – I mean, is it, it's got to be price gouging, right? Like there's – let me say, so the average price – yeah, the average price in in the state of Kentucky right now is $3.23. The average in Louisville right now is $3.61. Like that's that, – is that normal? Like – if you compare gas prices in a bigger city compared to rural areas, I suppose it's probably going to be a little bit higher, but that seems to be that seems to be on the, you know, that seems to be a big gap there. Do you ever look at prices when you get gas, John? I I used to be more more about it whenever I was delivering and stuff like that whenever I was driving not, a lot. Not, more yeah, now you're making the big bucks, not big not as big of a deal, right? Oh, it's still a big deal. I got to tell you, and it has nothing to do with like my financial situation as far as wealth, because I don't have any wealth, but I've probably looked at gas, 
a, the price of gas when I get it maybe five times in my life. Wow. Because, like, it doesn't matter. I'm good. I have to have it, right? And I'm not going to scramble around d- different. Pl- I mean, if I am at, and by the way, this happens. There are Thorntons in the area that are literally directly across from each other because that's they're in demand. And if one Thornton's is on the right side of the road, and it's five cents cheap cheaper than the one on the left. Like I'll turn into the right one because it's convenient, and I don't have to get in the turning lane and like wait for a light. Like I just don't. I never. I don't care. Like I don't. It, I, it's one of those things that no matter what the price is, for the most part, you're gonna buy it. You know, as long as you have it. Like you need fuel in your car. It's not that I never check the price of things I buy. Trust me, I'm. I, I'm not. I'm not that financially ignorant. But for things that I know I need and I can't go without, I don't. Like I feel like I'm helpless. So you know, why bother? Does that make sense? Yeah, but I'm the kind of person, if I do see those gas stations, I do go to the cheap. I love that about you. I love that about you. You are an old soul, and uh, I'm sure you're also not, you know, in the minority. It's probably me. But you're looking for convenience. Yeah. I'll sacrifice, however, what, what the price difference is for, you know, 70. And it's also, here's a big, I'm sure I'm not alone in this. Money to me is different when it's cash. Like if I've got cash in my pocket and something $75 and I've got 80 bucks cash, I just would have a hard time spending that because that just seems like a lot of money. But if it's just this plastic card that I swipe, it's like, you know, not as big of a hit to me, which, you know. And you feel like you have to save your cash nowadays for times that you know you're going to need it. Like parking for certain places, they only take cash or something like that. Man, you always think ahead because I'm the dumbass that like <laughs> never. Oh, I got a paper. All I have is my card. Like you're, you know. Now a lot of those places they do keep ATMs out nowadays. Yeah. But, but no, you're right though. Like you don't want to go to an ATM, have to pay a service charge. Yeah. Like it's it's almost kind of not necessarily emergency cash because you're not using it in the actual need of an emergency. But there are going to be places where they're gonna they're only going to take cash. Can I tell you what that reminds me of? Sure. And this is not a criticism because again, you are you you think ahead, you plan, you are I think well organized. Like it blew my mind that I never thought to before I get on the road and venture out of Bullock County into downtown Louisville for work. It never even dawned on me that I could put it in my GPS and see if there's traffic. I still do it and, every and I, day. And I could and I could make a decision as far as which route I'm going to go and it could really impact like I have that ability like everybody else like you John I just don't do it because I don't think like that my brain just doesn't work I guess as good as yours and uh shout out to you Mr. John Alden the just company man himself yeah. I think I stress myself out with the amount that I pre-plan things I would say there's some I, I would say that you're you're pre-planning on certain things is a little bit of a it's a type A issue. Yeah, right? it's 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 a perfectionist kind of thing. Like I, wanting yeah, to, wanting to fully be prepared. Like being doing the most that you can to avoid a situation where again, you have no money and they only take cash or you get in traffic and you may be late. Like it's 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 a it's it's a it's a good thing. I'll say that. And I don't, again, our brains just, they work differently. I think that's probably the best way to describe it.
All right, we did have uh, – I did play the Jack Plummer interview that I had yesterday for you guys. It wasn't on the show yesterday. We actually did it in person. If you're wondering why it sounded like it did, I think it was fine for for over the air. But um, it was done at a Planet Fitness because Planet Fitness partnered with Jack, and um, we were promoting some things they were doing this summer. So um, we'll, re- we'll replay that for you guys in the 5 o'clock hour for some who missed it. But just to quickly um, give you a little bit of a, of a takeaway on my end is this is a guy who is, you know, been in college a long time. He has, I mean, think about this. There aren't many guys that would transfer away from a program and then transfer back to play for the coach that was at the program they initially left. Does that make sense? Like that, I think that really speaks to, I mean, in fact, that may be some of the best evidence you could put out there that would make Jeff Brom really seem like a player's coach, if that makes sense. Now, maybe there are players who've left Jeff as a transfer that wouldn't speak as highly of him, but I've never heard him. I've never heard any player indicate they didn't love, you know, I, I think it comes down, like players can sense phony, players can sense, you know, who's really who, who's really competing and who's in it for the right reasons. And it's not to paint Jeff Brom as the most perfect human in the world, although he may be, you never know. He's a pretty, he's a pretty great guy. And I'm a big fan if you guys haven't figured that out yet. But my point is like, you see Jeff screaming at players. He's super intense, super fired up, and it's uh, it's something that's not that uncommon to see in football. But from what I've gathered is that like he's not. I mean, that's between the lines. That's a football thing. When it comes to you know, when you see him on the sideline, you may not think players coach as much as maybe you would of other guys with Satterfield, who's loving them up and you know tucking them in at night and just gotta love them up, gotta love, love, love. Well, that rubbed off. Like that was, I mean. I think at times Louisville football had, they were a reflection of their coach on the sideline and his, his you know, softness, if you will. Whereas with Jeff, you know, he's going to have that very, very aggressive and intense exterior, but I think, you know, players like playing for him. And that's, that's I think, Jack, Jack had options too, by the way. I mean, he put up good numbers at Cal and they didn't have much talent around him. And he put up good numbers despite having an awful offensive line. So, I mean, the kid's got talent. He could have gone a lot of other places, but he wanted to come and play for Jeff Brom again because, you know, that's how much he thinks of him as a coach. So if you missed that, we'll play it for you again in the uh, 5 o'clock hour. All right, let's talk sports gambling, shall we? So I don't think there's really any big update as far as, you know, anything surprising. I think this thing is... is uh, is playing out the way most of us expected. I mean, every step along the way is is every step needed to make this happen as soon as possible, specifically before football season. Sounds like that is happening. So um, apparently the Horse Racing Commission has scheduled a special meeting on Monday to consider the regulations that have been put together for the new lawful form of sports wagering. So I think the last update we heard is they were going to get together and put these regulations together. Now I guess it's a formality to meet Monday and uh, put the get the approval. So let's uh, let's hope this actually happens. So by the way, the commission, the horse racing commission, as we discussed last week with our guest from um, XL Media, you know the horse racing industry in the state is absolutely a huge part of this. In fact, the commission is staffing up, adding fourteen different positions because. We don't have casinos. If we want to gamble in Kentucky, at least right now, what do we do? We buy lottery tickets or we 
go to racetracks. We don't have casinos. So these 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 actual sports book, the physical locations will be at either horse tracks or I guess venues or properties owned by these horse racing tracks. Like for example, you know, Churchill Downs, I mean, they're they 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 own what is it? Uh, Derby City Gaming, I think. Like you're going to probably be able to bet on sports there, which, you know, will probably increase the amount of people who go there. So I think we're still looking as if it's a possibility and I don't want to, you know, I don't I don't know how long each of these steps take. Um, but from what I can tell, the steps are being made in a in a timeline here to where it's, you know, realistic that we could get it we could get it done by uh, by the start of football season. And look, even if we don't, it won't be the end of the world. I mean, I would like for that to be the case, but here's the thing. I've been betting on college football for a long time without it being legal, so if I have to go a few weeks or something during football season, I'll be all right. Just knowing that we are making – I mean, it is legal now. We just got to actually go through the process of getting it done. That is uh, that is exciting to me. By the way, Nick, what do you think the early line for Indiana-Ohio State is in week one? I saw it earlier today. Ooh, where's it at? What do you what, guess? What do you think it's No, where is the game? Oh, it's at home for Bloomington. Uh, Ohio State – Minus 19 and a half. 28. Oh, God. I think I, I said 27 and a half when I was guessing earlier this morning. I mean, I don't know a lot about it. I mean, uh, to me, Ohio State's turned into the team that you kind of know what, like, they're not, I mean, they're preseason top 10 every year, right? Like, sometimes oh, yeah. top five, mostly top five, I would say. So I guess that's not too surprising. Although they played them on a Thursday. To open the season years ago? Yep. Do you remember that? It was Tom Allen's first full year. Was it that long ago? It was, yes. I bet on that game, and I'm pretty sure. Did they cover? I think they may have been covering and then lost. by the end of the fourth like as the fourth quarter was starting, and they just completely blew up. Yes, that's because I remember thinking, oh, this is a good bet. They Indiana, too many points. They're not going to get beat that bad, and then, you know, it happened. But that is... Again, I I don't I feel irresponsible even sharing any kind of gambling advice or tips or knowledge because I was I did not have a good year in college football last year at all, at all. Um, did good the year before, but last year was not a good year for me. And um, so again, take take this with you know that in mind. But early on, there's going to be some big spreads that you're just like team. A lot of these teams are brand new with the portal, like. They're ranked where they're ranked because of, you know, new additions made. But, like, there's going to be a lot of top 20 teams out there that are going to have huge numbers against bad teams. And I feel like the safer play is to 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 take the underdogs to cover because even if these teams are loaded, you may have a bunch of veterans with experience, but their experience probably isn't playing with the team that they're going to be on the field with. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to try – see, what I don't know about sports betting, because people who are into it really are into it, like me, and really enjoy – like, sports betting content is so popular right now. But what I don't know is, like, now that it's legal here, do I amp up sort of our – you know, making it part of our show? Because to me, there's no in-between. I think people who – people are either really into it or they're like, I could I, – there's I could not care less. And – Finding a way to balance that is going to be somewhat of a challenge, I think. 
All right, it's Coffee and Company. Again, we are fueled by Thornton's right here on Sports Talk 790. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. All right, um, we've got Kent Spencer going to join us coming up here in about 10 minutes. One of the things I'm going to ask him is, and I asked this, put this out there earlier, and I'll give you guys some feedback that we've received so far on the text line, but as we enter the 2023-24 college basketball season, when it comes to all-time wins in college basketball, John Calipari is sitting with a total of, let's see here, why is it not? There we go. Calipari is sitting with 832 wins, and Rick Pitino is sitting at 834 wins. Let's just say each of those guys coach five more years at St. John's and at Kentucky. Who ends up with more wins? I think it's going to be Patino, and it's not like an anti-Cal thing. I think you just got to follow the you got to follow the trend here. Calipari is trending down. Who knows? Maybe Patino stinks at St. John's, but I happen to think he's going to be at least good. I mean, I don't know if Rick Patino's ever been a college basketball coach where like he didn't have a good team and a good product. Like he didn't make the tournament two years at Louisville. One year was a their first year in the Big East, I believe, the year after the Final Four in 2005, and then he didn't make it in his first year when he took over for Denny. So, like, Rick's going to be good to where, like, he may not get a great seed, but he, I think, I mean, am I wrong? Like, St. John's could be really good, but I feel like the bottom for Rick at St. John's is just, you know, being a tournament team. Like, I think he will be a tournament team there. And the Big East is a solid league. They do have the reigning national champion in UConn. So, I don't think that it's going to – I think it'll probably be pretty close, but I would say in five years, maybe Rick has five more wins at that point, something like that. But I'm curious what you guys think. A couple of the texts that we got earlier when I brought it up were from Louisville fans. One of them accused me of tormenting them by reminding them that Rick Pitino you know, could still be our coach, which I guess that's true. If you really look at how the thing played out with Rick – you know, he didn't look nearly as slot. I mean, he didn't. He looked honestly like a choir boy compared to some of the other evidence that came out with Kansas and Will Wade and all that stuff. NC State, and you know, all the, most of those guys kept their job. So, yeah, I guess that's possible. But what are you going to do? He's not the coach here anymore. But. I don't know if it's because like they hate listen, but there are Kentucky fans who listen. I mean, maybe, maybe they just appreciate objectivity and, and honesty. But the two Kentucky fans that you know, and by the way, you you can reach out. With, I don't know. I guess maybe the context is important in this conversation, but you don't have to say you listen, but you're a Kentucky fan. But you know, whatever. I guess you always need to identify yourself. But nonetheless, uh, this person says that they think Cal won't be there for five years because he's either going to have to be really really good this year or he's gone. Like people say that, but like how what's your exit strategy? Who's gonna pay him to leave? That that's that's you know. If Cal goes round of thirty two again next year and the team has a similar season, whether a five or a six seed, yeah, that is not the Kentucky standard. That's not a failure of a season, but I guess maybe it kind of is if you're Kentucky. And certainly you're not getting what you pay for, considering he's the highest paid coach in the sport. But my point is, 
Like, is there a plan in place to buy him out? He has a lifetime contract. He's not walking away. I'm trying to think of what, like, what, again, the only scenario that I think was in some way possible, and it didn't get talked about a lot, maybe just, maybe just because people knew it wasn't really going to happen, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't unthinkable that Texas was one school that could, in fact, afford to pay Cal because it's Texas. They could afford to pay him, you know, maybe not a lifetime contract, but maybe they could afford to pay him an annual salary that would be better than Kentucky. He would give Cal the exit out and still he could make a lot of money. And that could be your out, but Texas didn't go after him. They decided to hire Rodney Terry. And now, even if Cal wanted out, he won't make the money he makes at Kentucky. And the schools that could pay top dollar probably wouldn't want him at this point in his career. He could find work. Trust me, if Cal ever just wanted to leave, he would find a place to go pretty quickly. He's a Hall of Fame coach. As much as he has underperformed and his teams have taken steps back in recent years, like the guy's still a good coach and, again, a Hall of Famer. But I, you know, not because I'm hoping that it all burns to the ground in Lexington, but it will be fascinating to see just how this plays out. Because if this team, I mean, I just, but is, I don't know what I'm asking for, right? Like, I don't know what kind of a meltdown from Kentucky fans I'm expecting because they've kind of done that in recent years. And I don't really know what else there is left to say. As I talked about, once they lost Oscar Sheebway and they lost Chris Livingston and they were losing transfer after transfer. I think Kentucky fans have kind of just become like if you're a Louisville fan and you love to see Kentucky fans lose their mind when bad things happen because you know that's how rivalry works. I just don't think you're getting what you thought you'd get because I think Kentucky basketball fans have sort of become a little bit used to being let down by their basketball coach. And it's not to say he's an awful coach that can't win, but like he's no longer delivering what is expected at a place like that. But again, you know, you can't fire him. So what are you going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick time out and bring in our man, Ken Spencer, WHAS11. Stick with us again. It's Coffee and Company, fueled by Thornton's right here on Sports Talk 790. You're listening to Coffee and Company with Nick Coffee on Sports Talk 790. Not to be too blunt, but you're a loser. Like, we're losers. Give Nick a call at 502 571 7900. Back to Coffee and Company, fueled by Thornton's on Sports Talk 790. Give Nick a call at 502-571-7900. That's right, Coffee and Company rolling along here on a Thursday afternoon. It doesn't feel like a Thursday with the holiday, but I'm not complaining because uh, we're getting closer and closer to the weekend, which also means we're getting closer and closer to football season being here, which... This is the time of year where it usually drags on. And some would say, well, hey, it's summer. It's better than the winter. And I get it, but, you know, I don't know what to do with myself. I don't have any sports to watch. Uh, I did last night spend some time in the backyard with the little one. And by the way, I didn't even say this, but uh, not to brag, I did put the trampoline together, John. Oh, damn props right there. Yeah, he got it for his birthday a month ago, and... Once he stopped asking when it was going to be put together, I think I realized at that point he he just accepted that his father was going to let him down and never put together the trampoline. But finally, uh, we got it put together. All right, let's bring in our guest. He's Kent Spencer from WHAS 11. Kent, how are we doing this afternoon, my friend? Hey, vibe check's good. Vibe check's good. Good. Over good to here. know. Good vibes today? 
yeah, always good vibes. Well, I definitely need to, good vibes. I need to know about the vibes at Animal Kingdom. I know you recently had a vacation, and uh, is I, is this a, an annual trip for the family? Did you guys go every few years? Was it a first time thing? I'm curious how the experience was because I'm as much as I've wanted to avoid this, I'm sure at some point I'll be making the trip as well. So I'm gonna say I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you this. This was my second time going, Nick. Okay, and the last time that we went, I would say was seven years ago, six years ago. So I mean, it been yeah, it's been a it it been a minute for us. We wanted to make sure, like, uh, how old's Moose right now? He just turned three. All right, give it two more years. Okay, before you before you plan on going. Uh, the reason why I say that is it, a five year old could get on pretty much ninety percent of the rides that you would that that you could get on there and you can and you can ride there um so you you know as long as he's got the option to be able to ride any ride that that you guys would want to that's 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 the plus so i would i would make sure that you wait till till five um for me when i first went the first time six years ago i thought to myself well okay so disney's going to be my personal hell um <laughs> that's what i've been thinking <laughs> No, no, no. There's way too many. There's way too many people. The lines. It's going to be intense. It's hot. Whatever. Like this is like when I think about my nightmare and what keeps me up at night. It's it's this kind of environment. These kind of places. Um, I have been twice, and if we go back in like five years or so, like I'll be jacked out of my skull to go back. And I'm not even like I'm like I have a ball every time that I, that I go. Um, and the parks that we went to this time was magic, magic kingdom, animal kingdom and Hollywood studios. I loved all three of them. The only place, um, the first time we went, we, we got in Epcot and I'm, I can, I can leave Epcot alone. Like I'm, I'm good. If I don't ever go back to Epcot, I'm good. Um, you could do a, an around the world tour. Um, and that's mo mo mostly for adults. Um, and that one, I'm sure that would be a blast, but man, I'm going with the kids. So, um, I'm rocking and rolling with them. And so, no, dude, we have a ball. <laughs> that may be the best sales pitch anybody's given me because the way you described what you thought it would be is literally what I've always, it's been a nightmare to even think about because it just seems like my personal hell. Um, but to know that you went and the age thing makes total sense. I wouldn't have given that much thought because he's at the age now to where like, if you tell him he's not big enough to ride the ride, it's not an acceptable answer. Like he's just going to want to get on and he's going to be pissed and it's just not going to be a good day for anybody. So, um, yeah, I'm that, 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 uh, that makes me happy. I, the only time I've ever really thought, okay, like I'm going to have to go is when we go to Disney on ice to see how happy they are just to see, all the characters, that's awesome. And then, like, imagine how happy they'd be to be in, you know, the home of all these characters, which is Disney. So I'm sure I'll be there at some point. Um, and did you all go each time in the – was it the same time of year in the summer? Yeah. So uh, I think, uh, you know, I want to say we went in June every time that we've gone. Yeah, and, and you know what? The first time we went, I think we went at the end of May. Um and we were able to pull that off. And my wife was pregnant with our son. Oh, wow. Um, what a badass. Time, yeah. The, the, my wife was pregnant with our son the last time that we went. Um, and, and and when when I say she was pregnant, she was seven months pregnant. Wow. Like she was like, we had to work it in like right before she could travel or like when, you know, they tell you not to travel. Like we were like just before that deadline. 
Um, and the reason being because my daughters at the time were six and four and we were like, look, this is a window for them. So we got to make sure that we can try to get it in. So like she planned the trip and everything. And then I was just like, whatever, I'll go. I really don't want to go. And then next thing you know, like I'm on the app, I'm getting the fast passes for certain rides. I'm looking to see what wait times are. Like I'm planning it out. Like I get totally just engulfed in the process. Well, that is, again, I can just imagine sort of your, your mental state with a wife that is seven months pregnant, you having in your mind what the experience is going to be at that point, which is, you know, seemingly hell. I, I can, that's giving me anxiety just thinking about that. But it's nice to know you've gone and now you enjoyed it. And you, you know, again, no joke. This has probably been the, the, the best way. Because everybody just says, oh, you just have to go. You just have to go. And I'm like, well, no, I don't think I have to go. I don't think you've actually given, you know, every, just envisioning the scenario is 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 something I don't want to do. But that was a good, uh, are they paying you? Can't, do, they, do they give you a free pass so you could convince people like me to go? No, hey, let me tell you something. They didn't pay me. <laughs> <laughs> you paid them, right? Yeah. <laughs> you pay them and you pay them and you pay them handsomely. But, you know, like for me, this was, and, and, you know, my idea, honestly, of a vacation of I, we'll go to the beach, um, sit around on the on the on the beach all day, have drinks, play in the water, play in the sand, just, you know, hang out. It's real relaxed. Go out to dinner at night, whatever. Like that's like in my ideal vacation. That's it. This is obviously very much a, uh, a change in pace. But for me, I spent a week. Hanging out and playing with my kids, not worried about nothing. Like it was for me, like I'm, I'm good. Like that, that, that's what, for me, that's what it is all about. Like I didn't worry about anything back here going on, but this and this and that. I just played with my kids um, and, and my wife for a week straight. Just total dad vibes. I love it. Love yeah. it. Good stuff. Yeah, just, I mean, yeah, it's good stuff. Ken Spencer's our guest of WHS 11. So this is something I threw out earlier to the listeners, and I want to throw it at you because I think it's—I don't—I don't think there's any. I mean, it's a silly hypothetical in the summer, and that's where we are. So that's what I'm going to do. But Rick Pitino and John Calipari are entering this college basketball season just two wins apart, and yes, that's including when wins Rick Pitino has that were vacated by the NCAA. But at 70 years old, Rick Pitino has 834 wins. John Calipari at 64 has 832 wins. Let's just say five years from now, those guys are still at their current spot, St. John's and Kentucky. Who would you say has more wins at that point? Oof. Um, that's a really, really good question. Um, with them being two wins apart now, I'm going to say Patino. Um. And one of the, and probably one of the reasons, yeah, I'll say Patino, um, but I don't know if, you know, that's a that's a hypothetical. I I don't know if, I, you know, I kind of wonder if Calipari will still be at Kentucky. Yeah, that was the biggest. That's the most common response we've got so far. Is most people just saying there's there's no way Cal's there in five years, regardless of what happens. Which, you know, has a coach ever been there fifteen years? I mean, he's actually if he's there five more years, that would put him at what? I mean, he'd be going on. And how long has he been there now? Over 10 years, right? Like 12 yeah, or 13? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, yeah. I think he got there in what? Oh. 29, 2010. 09-010 was his first season? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he, he's been there a lot longer than a lot of other coaches have, 
have lasted, you know, in that kind of a grind of a job. Um, and so I, you know, I, that's, that's the one thing I, I question. Plus, I mean, like, you know, look, I mean, especially with the way, like if everything kind of stands put and, and some of the, some of the coaches that, that they've gotten in the SEC, you know, conference wins are always, I think, a little tougher to come by there right now than, than there has when, you know, Cal first entered the SEC years ago and when Patino was in the SEC um, at Kentucky. I think, you know, where, where Patino is right now in the Big East, I think probably conference wins are maybe a little easier to come by. Um, and also, like, you know, we'll see what St. John's does out of conference scheduling-wise. Um, Kentucky still has, you know, just like everybody else, they they still have, you know, games that are that are definitely layups, but um, they do they do play a pretty challenging non-conference schedule every year. So that, I, yes, I'll go with Patino and St. John's, it, yeah. even if even if they're both at their places. Yeah, I I that's why I love you, Kent. You're level-headed because I think by saying Rick, it would it would seem to some as if you are throwing fuel on I me, mean, just, you know, acting as if Calipari's done because he has taken a step back. But I think that is, I mean, St. John's is going to play, I think, annually probably a, a lighter schedule because the SEC's never been better. And the Kentucky has annual games in the Champions Classic, the CBS Sports Classic with Louisville if they get back. Now the ACC, SEC challenge that's new. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think and there's just I just have a really really hard time. Like I don't know how good Rick's going to be as far as like Final Four runs, but would it shock you if that thing just completely doesn't work out? Like I think he'll be he'll be good there. I don't know if he'll be Louisville Prime good or Kentucky good, but we've never seen Rick Pitino take on a job at the college level and not be pretty damn good there. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things I think you, you're going to have to see is what he does. You know, recruiting. You know, especially you know this summer, kind of going into next year. And that first real kind of signing class, because remember, I mean, he, you know, the, the roster that he put together this year, you know, he kind of had some guys, you know, he kind of told some guys that they needed to go look, you know, somewhere else. And he brought a, a ton of transfers in and other guys in. So, you know, everywhere he goes, he, he generally has to be able to start it out in recruiting and, and land, a, you know, make a splash, you know, recruiting, you know, it depends on how quickly he's able to do that um, at St. John's. And, and that's, Honestly, for me, like determine like what kind of, you know, how much success he has, you know, the guys he's going to get, he's going to coach up, Yep. but you still, you need dudes, you know, like, you know, he's, he's always been a really good coach, but you still need dudes. Yeah. And I think with Rick, just looking back on his time at Louisville, with it, to, it, you clearly need dudes, you need talent. But I feel like with Rick, it was mostly about compatibility with him as a coach. That's why I feel like maybe some of the higher-ranked guys that came to Louisville didn't work out. But if he got a guy that was a motivated high four-star like a Donovan Mitchell or a Ray Spaulding or a Terry Rozier, you know, it, it was it was the best of both worlds. So I think, um, you know, basketball's changed so much in the time he was at Louisville to where it is now with NIL, the portal and all that. But I think with so much drama and really just downright controversy, scandals surrounding Rick towards the end, uh, it is, it's, it's maybe distracted some folks from realizing that like just in between the lines, X's and O's guys, a damn good coach. And I just don't know really what the ceiling is going to be for him at a uh, at a place like St. John's, but it'll it'll be one of the bigger storylines in college basketball, no doubt. All right, last question for you, Kent, uh, and and I know you'll give me an honest answer. Tell me if I'm wrong here. Would this not have been the perfect opportunity for Louisville basketball to have one of their abroad trips or a somewhere like somewhere 
in another country like they used to do. I know Kentucky's going to be playing in Canada. Patino took them to Puerto Rico and I believe the Dominican Republic many years back. But I feel like this would have been the best year to do it because it's a brand new team. Fans are excited about the young talent, the newcomers. And it would be a really nice way to kind of get that bad taste out of your mouth from a year ago. I don't, I mean, I remember talking to Zach Greenwell a couple months ago, mentioning it, not saying, hey, you guys should do it, but just asking, because I think you were previously only allowed to do it every four years. And I just, you know, I kind of feel like they missed the ball with that one because it would have it would have been the perfect time to do it, given the fact that it's a brand new team. We get to learn a little bit more about them. We know the competition probably wouldn't be totally tough, but still, I just feel like the timing would have been perfect for it. Well, you know, the, and you're right about that. I mean, they could have taken a Bahamas trip. I mean, you know, I remember, I think it was um, last week, uh, Calipari was talking about their trip to the Toronto, their trip up to Toronto. They're going to play like some, some good teams, you know, like I think Baylor last year and that same trip to the Globo Jam, I think they went like one and four. They like they play really good competition. But Calipari also said, like, look, at the Bahamas, I could kind of troll the teams like, God, I got, you know, I know, you know, they're going to win by 30 every game, this and this and this. So I think for Louisville, like a trip like that would have been great. Um, You know, it allows you even more practice time to get ready for for that kind of trip, Um, especially with, you know, there are so many new pieces to this team. And even for like the guys returning, you know, they're going to be probably in a much different role than they were a year ago. Okay. So how do you do that? I mean, you know, a a lot of times a first year head coach, in my opinion, they always say, well, in this, in this year, we're establishing our culture. Like, and, and you heard that so much with, with Kenny Payne last year. Well, guess what? That's what this year is too. Like, you know, because whatever culture was there last year, you need to burn it to the ground. My words, not Kent. Sorry. (laughs) But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. But like all of those guys that you're trying to ingrain that culture with, 90% of them bounced. Or, 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 you know, you told them that they needed to bounce. Yeah, they have nine newcomers so on have, this team. Yeah, so you have all these newcomers. You're, you're literally trying to teach that culture again that you want to implement. Um, so you're doing that again. You've got so many new pieces. They're trying to figure out how to play together. And, and I'm going to tell you this right now. Pickup ain't the way. Like, it's good if, you know, you get up and down a little bit. But, I mean, you know, once you get in an organized setting, you know, that's when you really, you know, learn what to do, when to do it, and all and all that. So, I, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, obviously, they didn't do it. They didn't feel like they needed to do it. So, um, we'll see how it, how it all works out. But, yeah, with so many newcomers, I, I definitely thought that would have been a good idea. Kent, thank you so much for your time. And uh, I will tell my wife about this conversation because I think she'll – She'll be excited to know that I've been, maybe not fully convinced, but I've I've been persuaded to really give Disney a uh, give it a chance. I I I think you I think you should have. Uh, I would. Um, yeah. I there there is not one of those three parks that we went to this year that I do not fully fully endorse. And and brother, we're talking. I was there at seven thirty a.m. and still there at nine to ten o'clock at night, rocking and rolling. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Ken, I appreciate you, brother. And by the way, what and by the way, what I'm watching right now, the righteous gemstones. Oh, yes, that's that's a list of uh that's on a list of that have that has come in, in the last couple of weeks. Like that's that's like a raunchy comedy, right? But like it's it's hilarious, correct? That's what I've been told. Of, put the kids to bed before you put it on though, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. Moose can't moose can't be watching that. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. Appreciate you, man. 
Hi, buddy. All right, that's Ken Spencer from WHAS 11. Yeah, maybe that. My wife and I tried a new show last night and we bailed after one episode because it just didn't hook us. Maybe that's what we give it. Maybe that's what we we now watch, Righteous Gemstones. All right, we got to run way too late for a break. Going to be a very short segment to wrap up the four o'clock hour, but still another hour to go and a lot to get into, including we'll let you guys hear my conversation with uh, Louisville quarterback Jack Plummer. Stick with us. Coffee and Company, fueled by Thornton's, right here on Sports Talk 790. You're listening to Coffee and Company with Nick Coffee on Sports Talk 790. Denise called and she said she can't go out with you on New Year's Eve because she's not your girlfriend. She's your therapist. Is that what she said? Yeah. She's a rascal. Give Nick a call at 502 571 7900. Now back to Coffee and Company, fueled by Thornton's on Sports Talk 790. Give Nick a call at 502-571-7900. All right, very, very short segment here. Apologies. Went a little too long there in the 4 o'clock hour. I'll try to do better. It's never intentional, but, you know, I don't seem to be making a lot of progress when it comes to clock management on this show. Some things are just forever. That's right. That's right. All right, so uh, let's talk quickly, though, about my friends at the DFH Company. Check them out online, dfhcompany.com. Give them a call, 502-968-6222. You'll be happy that you did because once you establish a relationship with DFH, you never have to worry. You may have issues because that's life, but you know you've got a trusted partner in the DFH Company, and if you have any issue or you just want to avoid a potential issue, check them out. Again, 502-968-6222, dfhcompany.com. That is the website. And uh, I always tell folks that the best thing you could do with DFH, well, first thing is just give them a call and, and, and let them be a part of your family, right? Will you have any issues, heating and air conditioning, just any temperature, temperature control, you know you can call them. And uh, again, Give them business. That's what I'll tell you. But I'm but the one thing that just is such an easy sell is their maintenance plan. For $185 a year for a single system, you're going to get a consultation before the hot summer months get here and before the brutal cold months get here. And that is where you can, again, prevent something from happening, right? Now, again, things could still happen because, as mentioned, that's life. But they could tell you, hey... I just don't know if this system that you have is going to be ready to handle another hot summer. And that's when they'll tell you, hey, check this out. Nobody wants to replace it and buy a new system, but sometimes you have to. And there's no better time to do it than now because they've got a great summer promotion going on. When you buy a complete train system, you get up to 18 months special financing. It is hard to stop a train. You've heard that so often over the years because it's true. Visit dfhcompany.com for complete program eligibility dates, details, and restrictions. It is subject to credit approval. And again, you get all the info at dfhcompany.com. Tell them Nick Coffee sent you, and you'll be happy that you did. All right, stick with us for another hour. I think you'll be happy that you did. If not, maybe tomorrow. Maybe we'll do better. But I think you're going to like what we have in store for the 5 o'clock hour. A lot more to get into before we get out of here. Coffee and Company, fueled by Thornton's right here on Sports Talk 790. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.